Welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Bubble Down Games, where we play some excellent tracks and talk about our experiences with each game. Except today, it's just going to be one singular game. I'm Brian, joined as always by the ultimate smasher himself. It's Frank. Hey guys. The ultimate smasher. Damn right. Here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. The demolition. Demolition, baby. I could be axe because, you know, he was always cooler anyway. No, he wasn't. And he died. No, he's the one that's still alive, isn't he? Oh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe both <laughs> uh, before we forget, BG Mania and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. And, of course, another thing that would mean the absolute world to us is if you would go over to iTunes, leave us a rating, and leave us a review. Five stars. We need all of the ratings and reviews that we can get, so that way we can climb these charts in terms of search results. So that if someone is looking for a new video game music podcast to enjoy and absorb into their souls and just have some awesome music to listen to on a weekly Wednesday morning basis, maybe they'll be able to find BG Mania because we want to expand our horizons and expand our footprint and uh, just appeal to a wider should I make the joke? I won't make the joke. A oh, wider I was, audience. I was, was, was going to say, if I expand it anymore, audio podcast, man. Audio, audio. podcast. Uh, remember next week, we are officially switching podcast hosts. So starting next episode, January 9th, we will be on our new host. Uh, so keep that in mind. So, that, so, that, so not Brian. No, 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 not me. No, no, we're not getting rid of me. We're not getting rid of Damn you, it. unfortunately. Not yet. But uh, we are switching our podcast hosting platform. So starting with next week's episode, just make sure that you see a new episode of BG Mania appear in your RSS feed early Wednesday morning. If you do not see that, give it a couple hours. Give it to about midday. Make sure I didn't fall asleep and not finish the show or something. Make sure that it doesn't just appear randomly. If it doesn't appear and I know that there's issues, I'll put up a quick audio file saying, hey, I screwed up. I screw up a lot. I didn't I didn't do things right. Sure. And uh, <laughs> I had to create a new feed to host our new stuff. So uh, just keep in mind that uh, issues do happen and I'm hoping it doesn't. Hopefully everything will just transition smoothly and you won't even notice this. But that's the reason I've been talking about it for the past. Uh, what was it? it's been like three months or something? I've been mentioning it just because I wanted everyone to be aware. I've been really looking forward to do this episode over the past month because we have been just going crazy with uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And it's been a lot of fun. So what I tried to do for this particular episode, I tried to limit things to one track from each universe that exists within Smash Brothers. Now, I wasn't able to cover every universe because there are like 28 universes after I actually went through the soundtrack and there's 143 new tracks introduced in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I've listened to every single one of them at least once, Some, some of them multiple times. And I went and made a list and I actually separated it by universe. So I categorized the Mario tracks, the Donkey Kong tracks, the Mega Man tracks, the Castlevania tracks. I put them all together. And then from there, I tried to limit it to one track per composer as well. I failed. I didn't actually do that. I did limit it to one track per composer. But there are two tracks from one particular universe in this game, (gasps) but they technically are different. And when we get to the track later, I'll tell you how I consider them to be different, but it is still part of the same universe. So I I did kind of fail there. 
but I had to include the next track, so you'll, you'll see what I mean. This is going to be a great episode. So, and it's going to be like a who's who of composers and who's who of everything, because this is going to be a lot of fun. The opening track you heard was the ground theme of Super Mario Brothers 2 from the Mario Universe. That's actually the name of the track on the soundtrack. Ground theme from Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are, are you going to try to call this the Doki Doki Panic Universe so you can get two Mario tracks in there? From the Doki Doki Panic Universe. Mario is the universe. Yeah, good, good job. Okay, okay, from, okay, from, okay. From the Doki Doki Panic Universe. <laughs> but this was composed by Kaichi Okabe, who is one of my favorites right now, because this is the man that was responsible for the Nier Automata soundtrack. And he's doing Mario tracks. Ain't and that he's some- doing Super Mario Brothers 2. Honestly, I mean, obviously, he's right now one of the hottest things in the industry because of the soundtrack to uh, 2017's Nier Automata, which crazy to think about 2017 is now wasn't even last year anymore since we're in 2019. So that's insane. When I heard this track, the new types of things that Mario tracks have in them are in this track, like the was and the ooze and everything that like that a traditional you would hear from like Mario Odyssey or Super Mario Brothers 3D World or, you know, all these things that were introduced in like the new Super Mario Brothers era and kind of galaxy to an extent. They're here and it's awesome. And this sounds like it could be a new Mario track in a new Mario game. I'm telling you, it's like we step into like a, like a lounge that just plays awesome Mario music. I feel like I was like, you know, walking into Pauline's club. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. I was so excited to listen to this track and just how good it actually was. And then when I was like, wait a second, that's Kaichi Okabe. I know who that is. And I am familiar. There are a couple names in here on that we're going to listen to today that I'm not exactly 100% familiar with. But I mean, I know stuff by them, but it's not like I know them extensively like I do with probably 80% of these composers I know extensively and we've we've talked about a lot here on BG Mania. I'm so excited to do this episode because this is like the well actually this might be the first time we're ever doing a one episode dedicated to a game for like a mainline episode of BG Mania which is something we're doing now now that we're not focusing on like a series anymore we're not doing Final Fantasy series we're not doing Mario series like we can actually do just one game per episode which is kind of cool to do now. But uh, it almost feels like this is a like a radio hour or something because there's so many different composers from so many different universes in, in terms of the video games. I'm, I'm so pumped to do this, man. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. And we're still playing the game. It's been it's been released for about a month now. We're just shy of 30 days, but we're still plugging away. We're still having fun. No, granted, we've beat World of Light and we've unlocked all the characters, but we're still playing the game. You should you should see how many times I've beaten them online already. It's obscene. Well, we won't speak of that. Everybody typically, well, not everybody, but uh, I know that you're better than me at fighting games, so I'm, I'm not ashamed. Fighting games, RPGs. <laughs> okay, now you're getting carried away. Visual novels. <laughs> now you're, visual now you're novel. getting carried away. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to our second track on today's episode. This one happens to come from the Mega Man universe. And again, every track we're playing today is from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. This one right here is the Mega Man 4 medley.
And that was the Mega Man 4 medley from the Mega Man universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, composed by Jun Sonoy, who is responsible for most of the Sonic music. If you remember, we actually kind of teased that he had a credit in the Smash Brothers Ultimate back in the uh, Snowy Levels episode last month. I love what they're doing here, how they're having these composers who have nothing to do with these series. Yep. Compose tracks. It's so good. And it's it works so well. So, like, these composers, I mean, they have source material. I mean, you know, they have the original tracks to listen to. But they're free to do whatever they feel that they want to do with that particular arrangement. Like they can recompose it, they can rearrange it, they can remix it, they can do whatever they want with it. And it's actually cool to hear these composers that we're so familiar with take something they've never had any work done before on like Mega Man with Jun Sonoy and see what his rendition of a Mega Man track would sound like. Or to see what Kaichi Okabe's rendition of a Mario track would sound like. I think you did Mine Fuji very proud with your rendition there. Yeah, it's it's so cool uh, what what they're doing here with uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And now, granted, this isn't unique to Ultimate. This has been this has kind of been the case since Melee on the GameCube, where they've invited other composers in to remix tracks. But now that you know we have the largest roster ever. Um, you know, Piranha Plant is supposed to be releasing sometime either this month or early next month in Smash Ultimate because it's, they said when the game came out, it's coming January or February 2019, we'll get Piranha Plant. I got my code last month for uh, for Piranha Plant, so I'm, I already have it ready to go. As soon as he's released, I'll have him in the game. Now that we have the biggest roster with the most universes and all that kind of stuff, they're getting so many more composers on board, and it's cool because you have to assume... That when they do another Smash, which I'm assuming won't be until, like, the next console after the Switch. This is probably the only one we're going to have on the Nintendo Switch, which would be totally fine with me. As we talked about, Sakurai needs a freaking break. If they continue what they did here and they bring in more universes, more characters, eventually Smash Brothers' soundtrack is literally just going to be every single composer in the industry. Because it's already on that way now. It's going to be the radio. Yeah, it's going to be exactly. I mean, pretty much. It pretty much already is, so... But I'm excited for this next one for you. Now, I'm not familiar with what game this comes from from the universe, because this is from the Pokemon universe. But I'm not sure which actual game this battle was featured in, but I'm sure you might know. The name of the track is Battle Gladion.
was Battle Gladion from the Pokemon universe, which we've determined is Pokemon Sun and Moon. Thanks to Frank, who let me know after we uh, finished, you know, well, not finished, but started listening to the track. And that was composed by Manami Kiyota, who is most known for doing work with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, she does. She does some good stuff in the Xenoblade universe. I really, I really like this character. Him and Prince Noctis, they go on this adventure. No, that's Gladi Gladios. Oh, okay. Glad Gladiolus? Gladiolus. Gladiolus. Yeah, Gladiolus. Gladios is a different game. I think another game entirely, because I, I think there is a Gladios. I bet you there is. It probably is. This is a great piece of music here as well. And it's like you have that element of Pokemon infused in the track, but you can also and you picked up on this. You can also really hear some of that Xenoblade stuff as well. It's really cool. I, I like this track. Um, this plays when you're battling Gladion and his Pokemon type Null. OK, which is a Pokemon that is very weird looking. It's like an experimental thing that's created in a lab, <laughs> much like much like Brian. It's yeah, but chem and the, the, has a little bandana. The best lab. Yes, a meth lab. The, no, no, no. That, well, I, don't want, I wouldn't say that's the best, the best lab at all. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you th- if that's what you think, then uh, those things are the bomb. Yeah, literally, they, they, they can be. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 none of that here. Well, how else do you think that Level Down Games is funded? Okay. Well, we are entirely self-funded as a passion project, so. And meth is his passion. We get it. <laughs> no, and it's definitely not. Uh, it's video games. Cut, isn't it? Video games <laughs> is my passion. I don't think all of it will get cut. Oh, Vi- is, 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 that, is that what we're calling them now on the streets? Video games? Okay. Video games are my passion. And uh, I, 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 I'll take a little bit of that Final Fantasy. Can you imagine if there actually were names of like video game names of that kind of stuff? That'd be kind of hilarious. People, we do not condone drug use here at Level Down Games. We definitely do not. We definitely do not. Uh, well, most of them. Or make, or make, or making fun of your co-host, who may be a little chunky, but he's working on it. Is he actually working on it though? He's not eating candy while we record this at all. <laughs> no, and he didn't just eat a bunch of chicken tenders baked in hot sauce and wipe it in his eyes before we got started. <laughs> who would do that? <laughs> a damn fool is what I say. A damn fool indeed. Ah. Uh, there's so many good Pokemon new remixes in Smash Ultimate. It was hard to narrow it down, but something about this particular track stuck out to me and I really liked it best. Probably the Xenoblade elements, to be completely honest, because it's, you know, fantastic JRPG as well. Uh, but I'm excited to get to this next one here because I think this is a great remix of a track. This happens to come from the Fire Emblem universe. The track is Prelude Ablaze. <laughs>
And that was Prelude Ablaze from Fire Emblem, well, from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, but it's from the Fire Emblem universe. And that was composed by Tetsuya Shibata. It's kind of interesting hearing his take on Fire Emblem, because I am familiar with that tune. And uh, I I, I like Fire Emblem. I know, like I say all all the time, I don't really like strategy RPGs all that much. I, I find them, some of them hard to get into, but I like Final Fantasy Tactics and I like Fire Emblem. And I just like hearing different types of music from Fire Emblem and especially from somebody who is a lot more metal than what you normally hear in Fire Emblem. You look at like the the Devil May Cry soundtracks and just how crazy they actually are. <laughs> but it's crazy. You know, it's my one little nitpick with Smash Brothers is there's not enough Fire Emblem characters on the roster. Well, maybe maybe we'll actually get another one introduced in the uh, DLC pack coming up. Ooh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely could use some more. Or, you know, Luigi. Well, just keep in mind that there is a new Fire Emblem coming out in the spring of 2019 that will have a new main character. His name is Prince Marth, and he's awesome. They, no, this this game has a new main character, which may find himself or herself, because you know how they do it now, because they, they introduce both the male and female characters when they put Smash Brothers in now. They may find themselves in Mar- uh, Smash Ultimate by the end of the year. You may find yourself... Living in a shotgun shack. You may find yourself behind the, <laughs> the wheel of a large automobile. You may ask yourself, my God, how did I get here? <laughs> All right. How about another track? What do you got for me? Let's just keep this train rolling. From the Earthbound universe. Hell yeah. This is Magic Ant.
And that was Magicant from the Earthbound universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And that particular track was composed by the wonderful Matoi Sakuraba. He is so good, man. He is so good. And just hearing his take on Magicant from Earthbound is absolutely incredible. Um, I would like to see... I don't know if there ever will be a new Earthbound game because it's taking so long for us to even get Mother 3 and... We're going to get it. Well, I know we're going to get Mother 3, but I don't think there will ever be a Mother 4. But if there was a Mother 4, it would be so cool if they had him do the actual soundtrack to Mother 4. He has to. I would love it. I think that would be great because this track was phenomenal. It was so well done. He also had he he actually has two. He's two Earthbound tracks in Ultimate. Yeah, he has Magicant and Foreside. I picked Magicant. I thought it was the better of the two. But yeah, he actually has two Earthbound remixes in Smash Ultimate, which is kind of cool. Man, you gonna be hyped for maybe Weather Four? I'll, I'll, I'll hold off and wait until Weather Three shows up though. Yeah, let's see if we even get the third one first. Uh but I guess that'll take us now. I, I, I'm kind of liking this just kind of quick movements, man, because I really want to get just to the jump, tracks. Jump from jumping from universe to universe. Yeah, right. I, I like how this, uh, you know, this this voyage that we're going on here, uh, go all these different universes. This, you know, this fantastic voyage. No, no, it's not a fantastic as, voyage as, at all. But as we, we slide, slide, somebody slide. We've left from... the we've left the Milky Way universe, and uh, you know, we hit the Andromeda universe where the shitty Mass Effect Andromeda exists, and, and now we'll go like to another universe and. Uh, I don't even know any other names of universes. It's 725837. I have no idea if that's a universe or not, but maybe it is because there's over a billion universes. This one right here is from the Splatoon universe. And the name of the track is Bomb Rush Blush.
was Bomb Rush Blush from the Splatoon universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, composed by Tomoya Otani. I like this track. Now, if there's one thing I can give credit for to Splatoon, they have great soundtracks. The games, I'm not a huge fan of just because they are like arena shooters-esque where you have four-on-four in a battle arena. I played the crap out of Splatoon 1. I never picked up Splatoon 2 because it just didn't do anything different for me, and I was already bored with it. So, while I may not necessarily like the actual gameplay, I love the music. I'm with you. I'm not big on battle arenas. If, I, if I'm going to play a battle arena, damn it, it's going to be Tonchenden, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's actually a great one. But yeah, uh, <laughs> um, they, they have great soundtracks, though. They really do. Splatoon music is fantastic. I absolutely hate the inkling in this game. Um, they, they're with little cheap sucker punch artists, and I don't like them. The inkling is so hard to play against in this game, dude. It really is. Uh, that's why I, I hate them. I hate them because they literally can just put ink on the ground and disappear while you're in the middle of doing combos and they can cover you in ink. And it's like fighting Gumby. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And their ultimate smash is fantastic, by the way. I will give the credit for that. The Splatoon ultimate smash is pretty damn cool. But uh, I was happy to actually unlock inkling when I did, because I actually unlocked the inkling pretty early on in, in my unlock category. And uh, I, I have been trying to get good using them because I do like the Inklings. I do. I think they're I think that's the most interesting new character design that Nintendo has came up with in a long time. Like for a new IP and a new character design, the Inklings are phenomenal. And I will I I, I got to tip my hat off to them for that. They taste delicious, uh, breaded and fried. Wait, Love some calamari. I was going to say we're actually getting into the seafood-esque era of it now and I don't want to do that. You don't eat inklings. You don't eat inklings at all. They're squids. They're delicious. Yeah, they're inklings. Squid-gio. They're inklings. Oh. <laughs> oh, so because it's like people I can't eat them? Kind of who made that kind of rule? Uh, uh society. Society, I god, I don't know, whatever you want to say. Who, who doesn't enjoy a little long pig every once in a while? <laughs> How about we go to the Metal Gear Solid universe? The Snakeiverse. The Snakeiverse. And the track is titled Snake Eater.
And that was Snake Eater from the Metal Gear Solid universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, composed by Nobuko Toda, who actually is the original composer of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. This is a great version of this track. It really is. I mean, I was expecting expecting them to break into song. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. This this is done so well. Very, I I say it all the time, the song very very much reminds me of James Bond. Absolutely. It definitely has the James Bond or even Austin Powers feel to it. Yeah. Snake himself kind of. Yeah, he absolutely does. Yeah. This is a good pick. I like that. Yeah. And I really do enjoy because we keep talking about how like these composers come in and they work with things that they have no experience with. Nobuka Toda has a ton of experience with Metal Gear because she is one of the main composers of that, so. But she, she took a song that she already had and made it new again. Yeah, absolutely, because we have played Snake Eater on the podcast in the past, but we played the vocal version. Now here you have, you know, a rockin' metal, you know, quote-unquote, because it's from Metal Gear Solid, metal version <laughs> of, uh, of, of Snake Eater where the electric guitar is basically doing the vocals for you, and that's pretty sweet. I like that a lot. Great pick by me, because I picked all the tracks today. Well, no, actually, I picked that one, so you're welcome. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you did originally, though. You, I think you were the one that picked Snake Eater originally, like, several, several months ago. Because I have an ear for talent. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. We'll now go ahead and take a look into the Donkey Kong universe, where we're going to listen to the Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. medley. And that was Donkey Kong 
and Donkey Kong Jr. medley from the Donkey Kong universe composed by Yusuke Takahama. But I will tell you this much. I love that. I think it's phenomenal. That was a oh, great medley. Then I was like, oh, oh, I love this. Like, yeah, I don't <laughs> think I could have been happier with a track. I don't think I could have been happier with a track. It was so good, man. Donkey Kong Jr. needs to make his way into the Smash universe. I hope he's I hope he's DLC coming up soon. I think that one of the things we are going to have to do here in the coming weeks soon is do a discussion for max level on who we actually think will be DLC characters. Now that we know Reggie said at the game awards last month that all of the smash DLC characters will be, Oh my God moments like Joker was from persona five. So I think we're going to have to do for each dive in and really try to think of things that are surprising, but realistic at the same time, because as we talked about while Waluigi isn't really an, Oh my God moment. True. True, true. Because everyone wants that. And like, yeah, it would be exciting. I think they're going to give him away for free. I don't think he's actually going to be part of the DLC pack that you have to buy. But I think there's several characters that I have floating around in my brain that I'm not going to give away because I want to see what you come up with as well. So sometime in the next few weeks, we're going to do that. And that'll be actually on our All maximum right, podcast. I'll give one up. For Arthur what? Morgan. From Red Dead Redemption Smash. 2? <laughs> yes. Uh, no. No, I don't think just that's going his, to happen. Just takes, his, just takes his gun out, kills Mario. What if, he, what, if he ta- what if he takes his hat off and throws it a la Raiden from uh, Mortal Kombat? Um, first of all, you're thinking of Kong Lao. Second of all, it's pronounced Raiden. Okay? Knock it off. <laughs> no, it's, it's Raiden, dude. Oh. Raiden is from Metal Gear Solid 2. Raiden, thro- Raiden. Raiden throws his hat in, in Mortal Kombat as well. It does not happen. Yeah, he does. He takes it off every now and then and throws it. No, he, he doesn't. He rolls it. Yes, he does. No, no, he doesn't. You're thinking of Kung Lao. Knock it off. I know who I'm thinking of. It's funny to piss you off about Mortal Kombat. Murder, I will murder you to death. It's just funny to piss you off about Mortal Kombat, because I know who I'm talking about. Uh, Raiden for Mortal Kombat. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at another universe that you and I would love to live in. Not together, but just love to live in. It's the Animal Crossing universe. This right here is the title theme of Animal Crossing from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate.
And that was the title theme of Animal Crossing from the Animal Crossing universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, composed by Ace, who is Tomori Kudo and Hiroyo Chiko Yamanaka, who we've talked about several times in the past because they are one of the groups responsible for, again, Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Hey, yo, Chico. Reza Ramon. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, yeah, we've talked a lot about Ace Team because uh, we've played a lot of music from both Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's so crazy hearing that song. It really is. And a crazy version of that track, I will say, too, like especially when the banjo kicks in. I, I was pantomiming along to the banjo. I'm Dude, not gonna you, lie. you started breaking it down when that banjo kicked in. Like you, you definitely kind of lost your cool there for a minute. I thought I had 11 fingers and I was plucking it like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so happy that this is the year of Animal Crossing on the Switch as well. Like 2019 is the year of Animal Crossing. We're getting that in the fall. Um, we have Smash Brothers to hold us over until then. We have a lot of things to hold us over. I mean, we got a lot of games coming from Nintendo in 2019. I'm going to build the perfect town. I'm going to have all my favorite characters living there and I will never leave the universe. Do you think that that might be something that is possible in the Switch version to where you might be able to pick the villagers? You, I don't think so. I think part of the game is the randomness. I don't think they're going to let you pick. You're just going to have to leave though. Well, yeah, once you get them, you can trap them. Well, not trap them, but when they start to move, you can ask them to stay and they will. But no. you're going to have to no. force. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to build like the Great Wall of China around them. Wait, like, are you going to are you going to be a dictator in the Switch version of Animal Crossing? Is that how you play the other versions? I didn't. No? I mean, isn't free will a universal thing that should be even extended to the villagers in Animal Crossing? No, absolutely not. Oh. You will bow down to the Lord and to your, to your Lord and Savior uh, in the land of Frankistan. That's why I told you that we need to eradicate the the world of Frankistan when we talked about this Brian, at min max level get, last month. Brian, ethnic cleansing is never cool. Okay. We need to make sure that Frankistan doesn't rise up and try to take over the land of Animal Crossing. It's going to happen, okay? After I conquer my town, I will conquer yours. I'm gonna send. Con- I'm gonna send. You- I'm gonna send conquer after you. That's what I'm gonna do. Conquer's bad verde. Don't do that. He, he frightens me. <laughs> uh, all right. I said I had two tracks from one universe. So this is the other track that I have. Technically, it's from the Mario universe. But for this particular reason, we're going to call this the Luigi universe. Because this right Luigi-verse. here. The Luigi verse, exactly. Because this right here is the main theme of Luigi's Mansion.
And that was the main theme of Luigi's Mansion from the Luigi universe, but it is technically the Mario universe. And this was composed by Masa Miyoshi. And I just really felt like this track was too good not to include in this episode. Like, this is a fantastic version of the main theme. It's own game. I agree with you. I agree with you. I was getting there. I was getting there because I, I just steal your thunder once in a while. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you, because you, I know you're not creative enough to think of these things on your own. So oh, you, I just steal it for you. You had it. Okay. So I'm you, so creative that I ooze. You didn't even you didn't even know that the game was in existence, even though we did a reaction video for it and watched it in the Nintendo Direct. To be fair, all those drugs I did years and years ago were finally starting to catch up with me and my memory is very spotty. <laughs> So Masamiyoshi is a brand new composer in the world of Nintendo. She debuted in 2016 with Mitomo and then did the soundtrack to one, two switch in 2017. And then the only other credit she has to her name is this one track and ultimate the main theme of Luigi's mansion. Now, something I mentioned to Frank while listening to that, I am praying and fingers crossed that she is the composer for Luigi's Mansion 3, which is launching later this year on the Nintendo Switch. And I have to wonder and assume... This can't be all she's done. It is all she's done. But I have to wonder and assume if this was just a little bit of a tease from Nintendo putting her in charge of the main theme of Luigi's Mansion, kind of like... Because they haven't announced who the composer is, and we really know nothing. We know nothing on Luigi's Mansion 3 yet, except for... Like a prelude to a kiss, or a kiss from the rose on the grave. Yeah, like Seal. But... <laughs> Uh, Batman Begins, right? Forever? One of those. One, one, one of those Batman movies. I have to assume, and I'm, at least I'm hoping, that she is in charge of Luigi's Mansion 3. Because we know nothing except that that's just a working title. We saw a little bit of a glimpse of the game, but we have no idea anything else. And I, Luigi's Mansion 3 is actually one of my most anticipated games of 2019. We actually did a discussion. You can actually listen to it in our Maximal podcast, and uh, we have a, a video up on YouTube as well. But our, we, we each did like our top 10 games we're looking forward to in 2019. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is one of them. So No, that was good. Like I said, it did, like, I can see that being the, like, the main theme of like a, a game on its own. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that's something that we can potentially get later this year, because I'm going to tell you right now, if she's in charge of Luigi's Mansion 3, we will be diving into that soundtrack for sure for an, an upcoming episode of BG Minute because that was great. How about another universe? How about a racing universe from the F-Zero universe? This is the F-Zero medley.
was the F-Zero medley from the F-Zero universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate composed by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi. But for someone like you, Frank, and him working on the F-Zero franchise and the F-Zero medley soundtrack for Smash Ultimate, it actually should hit pretty home for you because uh, he is the guy that is behind the Sega Rally Championship games, Daytona USA, Outrunners, Virtua Racing, uh, GP Rider. So So he's all the classic Sega arcade games that I spent hours and hours that I played. Yes, he's the composer of all of those games. He is a Sega guy through and through. He always okay, worked so at he Sega. Sure he did some, sure he did some crappy game called Shenmue, but, you know, it's, uh, I can forgive him. No, no, no. Not, uh... No. What, I can't forgive him? You cannot forgive him. Because Shenmue was amazing. There's nothing, that he, needs, for, no. there's nothing that he needs forgiven for. But, uh, what's interesting, though, is that for, like, Daytona USA and that kind of stuff, he actually sang all of the vocals on Daytona USA. So I have to wonder if that's actually him I think singing. I it had to be because he sounded very familiar. Like, yeah, you have to wonder if that's actually him singing the F-Zero medley track. And I would willing to bet that it is. Well, he is in a band. I mean, he is actually in a band over in Japan. And uh, he's just, he's no longer works at Sega, but he still does, you know, tracks here and there, but not, not that often anymore. Like he literally came back for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate after uh, a hiatus of things. This is the only thing he contributed to the game as well. This is the only track he did. But uh, the last thing that he did was like in, besides 2017's like remake of Daytona Championship USA, uh, it was in like 2012 with just some smaller games. And before that was 2006. And before that was 2002. So Can you imagine if like Ryu Hazuki was actually like the, the next DLC character? That would be crazy. That would be. I think that'd be be your oh oh my god moment. That would be an oh my god moment. You're absolutely right. Not going to happen. You're absolutely right. And if you want to predict that, you can. When we do that prediction episode, you can do that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to stack bad things against you so all mine come out right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm not predicting it either because I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, that's just a game. I showed my hand there. Damn it. However, however, just like I talked about with Masamiyoshi composing a Luigi's Mansion Three soundtrack, if they ever do a F Zero for the Switch. If they do not hire Takanobu Mitsuyoshi to do the soundtrack for that, I will be sorely disappointed. That would be amazing. I will burn Nintendo of America down to the ground. <laughs> burn it down. Yep. Uh, okay. I have another good one here. We still have a couple tracks left, and we are going to do a bonus track at the end of this episode as well. So we still have uh, six tracks to get through. Five of them for the normal 16. We're going to visit another universe. Every track comes from a universe, except for the last track we're doing. But that technically comes from a universe as well. And you'll get to that. You'll get to understand why when we get to it. From the Metroid universe. This is Brinstar Depths. (laughs) 
And that was Brinstar Depths from the Metroid universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, composed by Yasushi Asada. Yasushi Asada, when you translate that from Spanish, come, means grilled fish. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Well, Yasushi, and then Asada just means grilled, so there you go. That's interesting. Yeah, grilled it fish. Was, it was grilled fish. See? Now, can you imagine how disgusting a grilled fish sandwich would be? Like a grilled cheese fish sandwich would be gross. I love a, a nice grilled fish sandwich. Are you kidding me? I don't. I don't really like fish all that much. I like salmon. Oh, just like you, they swim upstream. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> he is a uh, member of Noisy Croak as well, which is a Tokyo-based sound design company focused on game soundtracks. And he is inspired, as you could tell by that track, by rock and metal so he is very cool very cool guy there he's much like me he's cool inspired by metal yeah uh he's he's just incredibly small whereas you are incredibly large uh in spirit yeah because you know. <laughs> in spirit exactly like, like spirit form like uh smash ultimate there's 1267 spirits to unlock all of them combined would pretty much equal you right is that what we're getting oh, at here fine I don't have to say this. This is an audio podcast, and I'm sick tired of you talking bad things about me, okay? Bloodlines is I'm my favorite. <laughs> Bloodlines is my favorite Castlevania soundtrack. One of my favorites. Not. I've always that's thought actually, that's actually this track in general. Yeah. Like, would be interchangeable in, like, a, a good Castlevania game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool that they had, actually had, like, a Castlevania composer do this. But uh, there's something about that Bloodlines soundtrack, man, that I just really, really do enjoy. So uh, very well done to to him. Mr. Yasushi Asada. Coming up next, we're going to travel to the Kirby universe, the Pink Puff universe. This track right here is City Trial.
with City Trial from Kirby Universe. From Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, obviously. Composed by one of my favorites, and I always say this every time we talk about him, Noriyuki Awadare. I love this. I absolutely love this. I think this is a, a fantastic thing that uh, Noriyuki Awadare composed for the Kirby Universe. Um, it fits right in, too. It literally fits right in with anything you would hear. Charming, fun, joyous. That's everything that describes Kirby. And that's pretty much words that I can use to describe this track as well. I really enjoyed this a lot. And Kirby is someone that I do enjoy playing with in Smash 2. Like, I like playing as Kirby. I actually keep going back to play as him. Which yeah. is weird, because I, I, I was never a Kirby guy. Yeah, see, I always did enjoy playing as Kirby. But when they forced you to start, like, World of Light with him, I kind of just adapted and became really good. Because and- we have different play styles. I play, I tend to favor the heavier characters. Yeah, you definitely. Well, I have insert, fat, insert fat joke here. No, uh, I wasn't going to insert a fat joke, but I mean, you, you you do prefer the heavier type characters because I, they I have like a. D- DK, Bowser, King K. Rule, and Ridley are the ones I really kind of like stick to. And the, the fact that pops up on the screen are those are the four heaviest characters. I'm like, okay, well, I get, obviously uh, I'm going for power style. Yeah, where I typically prefer, like, I, I mean, I like Kirby, but I, li- I like playing as Marth. I like playing as Sheik. I like playing as Shulk. I, I typically prefer, like, the quicker, more aerodynamic characters, I guess you could say. And uh, Marth is one of the but quickest. Speed. Yeah, Marth, Marth is one of the fastest characters in the game. And that's actually one of the tips as well. I think, I think the fastest is the goddess Palutena. No, she's not in the top three. It's uh, Marth, uh, fr- Fox. Oh, well, Fox. Well, is yeah, so I don't you know, know. But you know, you know, you know what Fox says, right? What does the fox say? Beep, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I have a treat for the next track we're going to listen to, though. Oh, I love treats. Because this is a nice little tasty treat. From the Legend of Zelda universe. This is Cass's theme.
was Cass's theme from the Legend of Zelda universe in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, composed by someone we do not even need to go into their catalog of music, Miss Yoko Shimomura. Okay, absolutely. Yep. Perfection. Yeah, you know, absolute great, perfection. It was a great song. The fact that it was perfect, I should have just known. Yep. I should I should have just known. Cass's theme was already so cool from Breath of the Wild. It was a, a, one of the best things that I think was original to that game. And the fact that she took that and then fused in the traditional Legend of Zelda music to it as well, like the Legend of Zelda theme, she is just literally every time I talk about her, everything she touches is gold, man. It's just so good. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> it's just nuts. Yeah. Uh, as I was telling Brian uh, when we heard this, the character cast, and like, even though it's a recent game, he definitely reminded me of my grandfather, uh, who had passed some years ago. But uh, growing up as a kid, whenever my grandfather was bored, he whipped out the accordion. And my grandfather only knew like one song. Uh, and it's very close to what Cass's theme is, to be quite honest. <laughs> was it Italian- like, well, I was going to say, like, it's, like, it's like some traditional Italian thing that you weren't even familiar with or something like that. Just like some just random ass song. Yeah. And he'd sing in what was not very good Italian because my grandpa, he, yeah, sure, he's Italian through and through, but he grew up in the hills of Italy where they had their own special dialect. So like <laughs> Italian I learned versus the Italian he spoke was completely different things. It was like, you know, day and night. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, but I'm in it. When the moon hits your eyes. <laughs> so, so whenever I was playing Breath of the Wild, I hear that. I was like, ah, all right, Grandpa's here with me. That's super cool, man. I like that a lot. That's a cool story. I like that. In my head, I'm picturing my Grandpa playing Legend of the Zelda song, so. Well, that's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. That would have been cool if you could have, like, if, if it would have been cool, like, to to hear him play Cass's theme. I think that would have been interesting. That would have been cool for you as like a younger child. I've t- I learned a second song, so. There you go. Now he had something new to play too. <laughs> we have some heavy hitters, man, to close out. So let's take a look at this next track here, which I think you are going to greatly enjoy because this is from the Castlevania universe. The Draculaverse. The name of the, the name of the, yeah, Transylvania. The, uh, the name of the track is beginning.
And that was Beginning from the Castlevania universe of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, composed by Kenji Ito. And he actually does still work with Nobuo Yamatsu from time to time because he is part of a group known as the Hanjuku Mages, which I think may be a new form of the Black Mages, which were was Nobuo Yamatsu's original band that uh, is no more. But I have to assume, and I looked it up, and I couldn't find any information on the Hanjuku Mages. But uh, I do know that it's uh, Ai Yamashita, Hirosatsu Noda, Kenichi Mikoshiba, Kenichiro Fuku, Kenji Ito, Naoshi Mizuda, a big name for Square Enix, Nobu Yamatsu, and Tsuyoshi Sakito, all part of the Hanjuku Mages. And they have one album. They should let me join. And and then, yeah, and Frank. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, you totally are Hanjuku Mage. Yep. We can change the name. We can go to the Onion Knights. There you go. Because we have, because we have layers. There you go. Many, many, many layers. But I think that this was actually really a well-done track. That was a that was a failed fat joke right there. But I'm I'm gonna accept it because I feel like I'm a blue blooming onion and I'm delicious. <laughs> I don't like blooming onions. I've tried them once and they are so disgusting. Jessica loves them though. I will burn your state to the ground if you don't kill <laughs> blooming onion ever again. Jessica absolutely loves them. So well, that's because she's awesome. I'll let she tolerate you. <laughs> let me tell you what. It was so hard narrowing down the Castlevania choice I wanted to do. Because now this is the first game that we actually are getting the Castlevania universe in Smash Brothers. There was about 12 or so tracks from the Castlevania universe in this game. We had Vampire Killer. We had Bloody Tears, Wicked Child, so many different remixes. Divine Bloodlines. Yeah, that's in there too. Which actually is the one that I picked and then switched it out last minute because I ended up liking this one more. Um, There's so many Castlevania tracks in this game that I think we're going to have to play more at some point in the future just because they're they're all fantastic. They're all so oh, well done. shucks. Yeah, I know. Damn, right? They're all so well done. So uh, we have one more track that this is our traditional number 16. This is normally the track we would close out with. But as I mentioned, we do have a bonus 17th track that we're going to close out with. So first, before we get to that one, let's go to another fighting game universe. Hell yeah. Let's take a look. I mean, obviously, fighting games, you know, we are playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is a fighting game. But we're going to jump over to the Street Fighter universe. And we're going to take a listen to the Guile stage.
And that was Guile Stage from the Street Fighter universe of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, composed by my personal favorite composer of all time, Mr. Yuzo Kashiro. That solidified a lifelong dream I think I've always had that I didn't know I had until the soundtrack came out. I got to hear a Yuzo Kashiro take on a Yoko Shimomura track. My life is complete. It's all downhill from here, Brian. It's all downhill from here. It truly is, because uh, those two are two of my favorite composers of all time, with Yuzo Koshiro literally being my number one. They need to have a baby. Yoko Koshiro? I don't know. Is... No, you know, your name is a portmanteau of your parents' names. You get the child <laughs> a normal name. But it could be. <laughs> what happened? I mean, like, Brangelina. Come on now. Brennifer. We'll get... We'll give the child a traditional Japanese name. What that is, I have no idea. I'm not a traditional Japanese person. Uh, well, I mean, I can tell you quite a few. There's uh, Yuzo, there's Kenji, there's Noriyuke, there's Yasushi, there's Takanubo, there's Masa, there's... Okay, well, Shinsuke, we'll call, call the child. Shinsuke, Shinsuke Kushira? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And that child will be a gift to the world, and they'll compose the music to Half-Life 3. I thought the com- gift to the world was... Jesus. Me. Oh. Oh. Well, he, 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 I, I guess if we're going to you know, really break it down that way. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I will be superseded by the Lord. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah. That was so good. No, it really was. That, that was really good. Yeah. Uh, and Giles theme, man. It's one of my favorite songs in general. Yeah, it is. It's it's definitely one of my favorite tracks in all of video game forever like i mean there's that it's hard to top that track it is and pe- people people joke all the time i you see the memes guile's theme goes with everything it really friggin does no it does i mean you could you, you play that just bumping in the car you put the windows down people look at you and they're like bum, ba, da, ba, da. You know, if first they give you like the look like why are you blasting music they give you a look like oh yeah we get it something's about to go down yeah yeah sonic boom baby sonic boom <laughs> Uh, there was two new Street Fighter compositions in this actual game. It was Guile Stage from uh, Yuzo Koshiro, and Yoko Shimomura did a new remix of Vega Stage. But I really just like what Yuzo Koshiro did with this. I thought it was it was so amazing because it was like perfectly a callback to the original Guile Stage with just slight remixes here and there and his more synth wavy take on it, but just didn't go over the top, did just enough to make it slightly different and it was so good I really appreciated that track I did now she has to remix one of his <laughs> please something from Streets of Rage please that would be amazing Ooh, can you imagine that would be amazing please do it uh, as I mentioned we do have a bonus track to close out a 17th track and we're going to be taking a look at the English version of Life Light which is the World of Light single player adventure mode main theme and this is from the Super Smash Brothers universe. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to close out with that. And I will say, man, uh, this was actually this was composed by Hideki Sakamoto, who is also a member of that one group we mentioned earlier, Noisy Croak. Uh, Yasushi Asada was also a part of that. Uh, English vocals were done by Abby Trot, who is a vocal, not a vocalist, a voice actor in certain video games like Fire Emblem Heroes, Neptunia, uh, Tales. Like she has a couple credits to her name. Um, the Japanese version is slightly more beautiful, sung by Arena Koga, but we are going to play the English version just because it is easier to understand. I don't know. I guess is the best way to say it. Turn on your heart lights. 
Let it shine wherever you are. Is that the song? That's not the song at all. Also, we're not getting Neil Diamond to close this one out. No. Does he have a track called Life Light? Yeah, it's a song all about E.T. The Extraterrestrial? Tart Tart Light. Uh, yeah. Oh, ah, okay. Uh, you mentioned that you've listened to this track about five times in the game. It's, it's beautiful. It's so good. It's, it's the first song you hear when you turn the thing on. Yeah. And if you remember, if you remember when they did that direct back in November before Smash released, where they just focused on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, I don't think you were actually in that direct with me. I, did, I think I did the reaction to that one solo. But when this actual piece of music kicked in and they actually introduced the single player mode in Ultimate, my jaw hit the floor when this track hit. Like, I was so enthralled by this music. And it's just so well done. I really like what Hideki Sakamoto was able to do. And like I said, he pretty much did all of the new Smash Brothers quote unquote tracks for Ultimate. Like he's the one that actually composed all of the World of Light themes because there isn't just this one. There's music that you actually hear in yeah. the world maps of World of Light. And not to give anything away, but there's some spoilers in there, too. Not not in this track, but uh, there's tracks that he's composed that would be considered spoilers. So. Shh. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything because for them. I don't want to ruin it for I, 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 anyone. I, I, beat it, I beat it, but you know. Well, of course, as as did I, but uh, I'm just saying I don't want to ruin it for anyone else. So, But you guys got two weeks, okay? That's my rule. Two more weeks, then. <laughs> no, we don't do that. We don't. We typically spoilers avoid spoilers. We typically avoid spoilers as much as humanly possible here. The, 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 then I'll play like, the new challenger approaching sound. So you know, like, you know. <laughs> uh, and stick around. Listen to the whole track because it's really well done. But I do think that's going to bring us to the close this week of our in-depth look at the soundtrack of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Unless you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we get on out of here. You know, Brian, I think we said it all. All right. Well, then that's going to do it. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through iTunes. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash games and subscribe over there. And if you haven't already and while you're at it, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash games and click that follow button for coverage of events and all of our live streams whenever we choose to do them. Remember that we are switching podcast hosts next week, uh, January 9th. So just keep that in mind. I talked about at the beginning of the episode, but that is coming with next week's episode. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, you can do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. Speaking of next week, we are going to be taking a look at music from the year 1998. It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be a fun episode next week. So uh, Frank and I will come prepared with eight tracks apiece from the year 1998. And might I add, thank God, there's not as many licensed tracks that are going to show up in that episode based on what I know so far. I will behave myself. Like, I, I shouldn't say licensed tracks. I should say licensed games. Licensed games. Yes. Yeah. I'll try to behave yeah, myself. Yeah. But I do know that you'll probably come prepared with a few. You know I will. Because <laughs> you are just like that sometimes. But I am the devil. <laughs> taking us out of this episode once again, we have Life Light, the English version, which is the World of Light theme from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, composed by Hideki Sakamoto. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. When this
without end, new life draws its first breath.